Recently, I had an event in New York City. I had hundreds of people come and I brought actual real couples up on stage and did a mini podcast right there in front of everyone. It was awesome. And I'm very pleased to announce that I'm doing two more events. I want to let you know about it before anyone else knows. June 1st, I'm going to be in Philadelphia. June 4th in Boston. If you want tickets, you can get them at iwt.com slash philly and iwt.com slash boston. Between now and May 3rd, you can use the pre-sale code RICHLIFE to get tickets. Again, June 1st, I'll see you in Philly and June 4th in Boston, iwt.com slash philly and iwt.com slash boston. Um, what the hell is going on on this podcast that like 80% of the people who come on here go through massive screening, fill out applications. They never actually read my book. Is anyone else puzzled by this? Look, a lot of the questions that you ask me about money are answered directly in I Will Teach You To Be Rich. How do you pay off your student loans? How do you automate your finances? Where do you start investing? And how do you handle big purchases? I wrote this book as a six-week program so you can follow along on your own or with a partner. If you want to improve your finances, I recommend you get the I Will Teach You To Be Rich book. It has over 18,000 reviews on Amazon. Get it at iwt.com slash book. For me, we thought we were going to be the golden children of this show, okay? We thought you were going to come in here and be like, you know what, I'm just going to leave because you guys are perfect. <laughs> and then, like Christian said, you just kept calling us out on all our bullshit and all our stuff that we were hiding under the rug. Sometimes I don't like getting told what to do. And the fact that sometimes, I was able to... Sometimes. <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and so like just being able to be like, okay, Millie, like just letting go, um, being okay with finding a job, you know, and yeah. like getting back into that, that was like something that I had to like really accept they're right. I think it just shows like a relationship shouldn't have egos, right? We're one team. We're not here to say, hey, uh, this is my side, this is your side. I think we're one team and we're working towards one goal, right? Like, yeah. Like it's our money, it's not your money and my money. And I think that was something we were sh struggling with for the past few years. He's my husband at this point, you know? We're not just like boyfriend and girlfriend and a high school relationship. This is like forever. Welcome to today's special Where Are They Now episode with Christian and Millie from my Netflix show, How to Get Rich. Now, today you're going to hear where they are financially and otherwise a year after filming the show. If you haven't yet finished the show, hit pause, go watch all eight episodes, and then come back here so I don't reveal any spoilers. Okay, here's what you need to know. Christian and Millie told me that they want to create an empire together. They own their own place and they generate positive cash flow by renting out units of their apartments. He works for the federal government. She's a realtor. But as I learned, she also is involved in multi-level marketing. I had no idea before I met them. In fact, on the show, episode six, I actually got the chance to go to an MLM event. This is my fantasy. This is why I truly have my own rich life because I get to go to MLM events and then ask very pointed surgical questions along the way, which you get to watch. Now, what I really liked about Christian and Millie is they are both very family-oriented. They both are children of immigrants. In fact, one of Christian's financial goals is to retire his mom. But the problem is they keep making these 
boneheaded financial moves. Like he invested in a meme stock and lost tens of thousands of dollars. And she has been saddled with a Cadillac from her MLM. Listen in to find out where they are now. Uh, first of all, have you heard some news about the show? Yes. What have you heard? Yes. I've heard um, that we're they're gonna like announce it tomorrow, and yep. then that it's launching on tax day, which is cool. Yep. Yep. Love I'm that. gonna be honest. I was skeptical from the get. Yeah. Uh, even Millie told me, "Hey, we've been selected for this show." I'm like, well, this is going to be for you, Millie. I love you and I will oh, do wow. this for you. But... Millie, hope it works out for you. Good luck. Yeah. Wait, why is that, Christian? I, I believe TV is all set up and like, you know what? It's all fake. A lot of it's fake. And I don't, I'm a big skeptic, right? Like it's all made for viewership and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, I'm doing this for her. So finance just really interested us. And that's one of the reasons why I really accepted to do the show because it was, she told me, hey, it's about finance. And I'm like, you know what? It's no um, housewife kind of BS. I'm like, this is this might be something real. And let me give this a fair shot. Yeah. And it, it really opened my eyes. It really opened my eyes because I thought this was going to be something totally different than it actually turned out to be. You made us feel very comfortable. And like when we were having this conversation for moments there, I felt like we, it was just the two of us sitting down talking and the cameras were gone. It really felt genuine, yeah. I guess is the word. It felt genuine. Yeah, like we were just hanging out in my living room, like we were talking to a friend, like yeah. because this is how we like having we like having these conversations. We like talking about money and what we're gonna do next and what we're investing in. And you can have that conversation with everybody. Not everybody feels comfortable to have that conversation. Because it was either somebody was gonna come in and yell at us or somebody was just gonna be like, Oh, everything's perfect. You guys are doing yes. great. And that's <laughs> it. But no, like we were genuinely just chatting. Uh, yeah. We're having a good time. And it was also fun because you two have a good sense of humor. So I could joke around with you and I could be like, you did what? And I think that just makes the whole thing fun. You know, like money doesn't have to be so serious. Uh, I know, I know. Okay, I'm excited. Um, I just want to know also what's been going on. So can you give me an update? Boo, you want to go first? I've gotten a raise since we last spoke. How much? Uh, so... I went from making last year I was making 109, right? Yeah. I've making 118, but with 25% uh, availability pay, which I discussed with you prior, right. it comes out to around 140. I'm making about 147 now. Wow. So. Nice work. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw yeah, some no. bigger numbers on the update. I was like, ah, what happened here? That is fantastic. Yeah. Okay, great. So, congratulations on that. That is amazing. There's so many updates, though. Christian's being modest. So can't think. I can't think on this. What do you mean? We got married since the last time oh, we saw Ramon. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Maybe we should have Millie uh, run this part of the conversation. What do you say? Yes, please. <laughs> Millie, you got so married. Got Congratulations, married. Christian. Thank you. Yeah, so excited. We got married. Everything came out perfect. We went on our honeymoon for Where'd a you month. go? What? Italy. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. Where'd you go? everywhere. We rented a car. Uh -huh. We landed in Rome, rented a car, and we didn't plan anything. We kind of just wow. went with the flow. It was amazing. We went to Rome. We went to Florence, the Amalfi Coast. We ended up in Switzerland. We went to Monaco, um, Slovenia. Uh, Unbelievable. Venice. We went to all the major like cities in Italy. Okay, so this is amazing. When we met, 
you were both very focused on the future, which I love. You know, you had this cash flowing thing and you were talking about generational wealth. All that's great. But I was kind of like, what about now? What's going on now? Mm-hmm. And to hear that you took a one month honeymoon and just rented a car and said, let's go in Italy. To me, that is just so beautiful. Congratulations. It was a crazy experience, but wow. I loved it. The freedom of not having to worry, do we have enough money for moving from place to place, right? We really didn't think about that. We were just yeah. like, let's enjoy our honeymoon. We deserve it. Let's enjoy these next, I think it was 25 days, right, Millie? And you'd be proud of us because we weren't like cheap with like where we were staying either. We were staying at very <laughs> like nice hotels, luxurious, mm-hmm. like where usually we'd be like, okay, where can we stay? Yeah. Yeah. We for for the flight back when we went to the honeymoon, we did first class or business class, I think is what they call it now. I was like, Christian, you shouldn't have done this to me because <laughs> I'm not I don't I like I don't want to go back. Wow, it was different. This is what I mean when I say you should live a rich life today and a richer life tomorrow. In order to do that, you've got to know your numbers. And you've got to be working on improving your money psychology. So when it comes to your numbers, things like your savings rate, your investments, what exact month and year your debt will be paid off, all of this is covered in my book and in my money coaching program. I'll throw links in the show notes below. Now, it could mean that your rich life today is staying in luxury hotels or buying fancy cars. Fine. Or it could mean that you've planned for it. You've designed your rich life. And maybe today what's possible and meaningful to you is a picnic in the park with your kids. It doesn't matter the level of fanciness or extravagance. What matters is that it is intentional and personal because that is what makes your rich life meaningful to you. If you ever follow me on Instagram, sometimes you'll see me post about my behind-the-scenes travel experiences, coffee tours, salsa-making classes in Mexico, all kinds of culinary stuff in India. And I'll get a lot of people saying, where do I find that Kyoto notepad maker that you found? And one place you can find that is Viator. In fact, my wife and I used Viator to book a Segway tour where we took a tour of a new city and we had an amazing experience, something we never would have thought of doing on our own. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. And with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, There's something for everybody. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real travel reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best travel activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. I have a friend of mine who's always cold. She told me she and her partner have totally different temperatures when they sleep. She goes to bed in a flannel pajama. She's got extra blankets. Her partner's running hot. So now she recently started testing the pod cover from 8sleep, one of our sponsors. Before she goes to sleep, she gets on the app, cranks up the heat, and when she gets into bed at night, it's already warm and waiting for her. The pod cover by 8sleep fits on your bed like a fitted sheet. And it collects information. It has sensors. The pod then uses that information to understand what you need to get better sleep. You can set it to heat up 
or cool down before you get into bed. It also adjusts while you sleep. And you can set it to change temperatures to gently wake you up in the morning. Best part, there are two zones. So if you run hot and your partner runs cold, you can each set your side of the bed to exactly how you want it. Improve the way you sleep by using my link at 8sleep.com slash Ramit for $200 off plus free shipping on their high-tech Pod 3 cover. That's 8sleep.com slash Ramit, E-I-G-H-T, sleep.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T, for a better, smarter sleep. Congratulations on the wedding, double congratulations on the honeymoon, and the income increase. That's amazing. Give me the rest of the updates. What else? What else? Okay. I started a new job. As soon as we got back from the honeymoon, I started like applying to literally everywhere. (laughs) Um, I really wanted something remote because I want to be able to travel when Christian travels, um, which also like we've been traveling a lot. We've gotten to Hawaii also since then. We've traveled a lot. Like you'd be proud. (laughs) I am proud. Um, so I got a job. I ended up getting a position. Funny story. So I applied for their accounting position. That's what they had listed on Craigslist. And then after one day there, he was like, I want to make you the manager. I want you to be in charge of sales. And literally after one day, that was it. That's all he needed. We re, um, negotiated my, my contract. And now I'm at 35 an hour. I'm going to be getting commission on sales. Once I start sales, it's a whole 180. Wow. Congratulations. That's cool. So you, okay. So you have a stable job. Is it how many hours a week? 40. You're making 35 bucks an hour. So that's roughly 70 K a year plus potential commissions off of sales. Okay. How does that feel? You know, it feels good to like have a job again and be doing something and being busy. And it just, it's a little bit um, of a like a shock because yeah. whenever Christian's going away, like I want to go with him. He's gone yeah. to Abu Dhabi. He's gone to Hawaii. He's gone to oh my god, how many places have you been to since January that we got back? India, and India, I went India. To India. You went to oh yeah, I saw a picture on your social. I was like, what's he doing there? Okay, so Millie, you're saying it's an adjustment because you can't just get on a plane with him. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's I a little you. frustrating. Okay. He's a bit torn, yeah. All right. Well, the good news, in my opinion, is you have time to think about what decisions you want to make. That's And also, doubly good news is you have a stable income. I have one question for you, because when we talked, you'd had that bad experience with your past boss, and it had kind of turned you off to working for anybody. What's it like so far with this boss? I really like him. Awesome. I really like him. We get along and we have like sort of similar personalities. Yeah. So we just understand each other. And like, I, I enjoy his company. And he says that same to me. He's like, I enjoy having you here. I love working with you. And it's only been a couple of weeks or a couple months at this point, actually. Sometimes I don't like getting told what to do. And the fact that sometimes, I was able to... Sometimes. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And so like just being able to be like, okay, Millie, like just letting go, um, being okay with finding a job, you know, and like getting back into that, that was like something that I had to like really accept their right. You ever meet people who go, I can't work at a job. I'm an entrepreneur. But the problem is that their business is totally failing and they're making no money. I meet a lot of people like this. 
And they will tell me all these reasons why they can never go work for the man again. And I'm like, I think you need to get a job because it's nice to have all these stories you tell yourself, in some cases, pure delusion. But the fact of the matter is, it's better to have a job that lets you pay your bills than to dream about being an entrepreneur. Cover the basics, save some money, and then you have options. This is one of the reasons that in my business program, Earnable, I encourage people, if you've got a job, keep that job, start something on the side, and if and when it becomes successful enough, then you can decide what to do full-time. Now, one of the patterns that happens with people who say this thing, I can never work for anybody, is that they had a bad experience at one job, and now they've generalized it to all jobs. That's what happened with Millie. She had a bad experience with a boss, and she made $12,000 in a single month with her MLM. So she said, I'm not going to work for anybody. I don't like that. And also, I'm really successful over here. I personally am really proud of Millie for getting a job where she's now paid more, she has stability, and she can contribute to her and Christian building their empire. A few years ago, I was at a tea tasting in New York with one of my buddies. I thought it was going to be a normal tea tasting. Suddenly, six people from Japan come in. They pour basically three thimblefuls of tea and we taste it. I've never tasted anything like that. And they tell us if we were to buy that, just the three thimblefuls, it would be $75. Now, drop for drop, that's the most expensive thing I've ever had to drink. Not all of us have the time or the money to buy that specific tea from that specific mountainside in Japan. But what if you could capture that feeling of the care and the love, even the way that they served it to us? What if you could bring that to your home every morning? Well, I want to introduce you to one of our newest sponsors, Peak Tea. What makes Peak Tea special is that the tea is cold extracted using only wild harvested leaves from 250-year-old tea leaves. That makes the tea rich in minerals and other beneficial compounds. Now, the greatest part is that Peak Tea is zero prep. There's no tea bag that you have to steep for the perfect amount of time. Peak dissolves in cold or hot water in seconds. It's already pre-measured, it's perfectly brewed, and it's perfect to take if you travel. My team's been trying Peak Tea, and they especially love the Pu'er green teas. For a limited time, get up to 15% off and a free quiver with 12 tea samples with my link, peaklife.com slash Ramit. That's P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. I get tons of email every single day, and I want to give you a behind-the-scenes look at how I manage emails from my team, from my family, and from you. I use a piece of software called Superhuman, and this is an email software that I actually pay for out of my own pocket. It works with your existing email service like Gmail or Outlook, and let me share how it saves me over 10 hours a week. So here are a few things I love about it. First off, it splits my inbox into different streams so my important emails come into one place. It's not cluttered with a bunch of subscriptions everywhere. Next, I use keyboard shortcuts, unlike you barbarians who literally click and peck through every single email. U to mark it unread, S to star it, J or K to cycle through messages. I use keystrokes to schedule messages, like when I want to ask one of my coworkers a question, but I don't want to send them an email on a Saturday. Now, I can work through dozens of emails in minutes using this. And Superhuman just introduced an AI feature, which allows you to take a huge email with all these people chiming in and 
automatically summarize what's going on in a few bullet points. It'll even draft emails for you. So if you want to buy back your time, Superhuman is a no-brainer to me. It's something I spend my own money on and I love it. Right now, all IWT listeners will get a free month of Superhuman. You can get started at superhuman.com slash Ramit. That's superhuman.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. Now let's talk about the MLM. What's the latest on that? So I still haven't terminated my account and I still don't plan on it Okay, because the money that it does make me pays for the car. You still have the car. I still have the car. Christian, I'm I'm coming to you in a second. Don't worry. I want to hear your opinion. So you still have that (laughs) car. Okay. It's a nice car. No, it's certainly nicer than mine. And, um, the payment on it, am I remembering right? 660? Yes, 669. And I make yeah. an I make enough where it at least pays for the car. And just because of that, I I don't feel like I should terminate because then that's now one more huge bill that I'm gonna have. Yeah. Right. So. I loved um uh, discovering how much you were paying for the car. I still remember the look on my face. I said, Say that again. What? And then going out and sitting in the car because I thought it was like some old person car, you know, and, and it wasn't. <laughs> it's a nice car, but I'm like, I can't sleep thinking about this car right now. <laughs> so I love the family. That was my favorite, but I'll also never forget that car. Uh, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. So you keep it, and then like, what? What are the last few months? How much did you get paid? I honestly haven't even calculated. I haven't been. I, I didn't prepare. <laughs> well for that that's a, that's okay most people i talk to um don't prepare speaking to me it's, uh, <laughs> i have a dream that one day they will <laughs> you said that that mlm has covered the cost of the car which by the way they mandated you get but how do you know that if you haven't calculated how much you've made over the last few months oh for for last year though i did calculate and it made enough where mm-hmm. it paid for the car that's how i know that because we just got our um 1099. Got it. Okay. Uh, Christian, what do you think about this? I think she should get a smaller car payment and hand in the car. Uh, but like then again, I think um, we've taken your advice as doing the proportion method of, of incomes to pay off the bills. And that's helped out a lot. And I know it's been a big stress reliever in the relationship. Um, so with that being said, when it comes to the car, yeah. She pays that on her by herself. And oh, she, and that's something she's taken upon. So I think she's done the math math on that and it's working out for her. So, okay. I approve of that. That's awesome. So th- let me tell everybody watching why I like that is sometimes we choose to have something extra nice or extra expensive. That's okay in a relationship, but the person who chooses the extra nice or extra expensive thing should probably at least pay the difference in what the two of you might pay or maybe just pay for the entire thing. Not the choice I would make, but it's not my money. It's your money. It's your rich life. So that's cool. All right, more questions. The proportionality. This is a big deal. How does it feel overall doing that adapted system? It feels good. Uh, I've always been for it. I always wanted to help out more, right? She was always a person right down the middle. Everything had to be 50-50. She was always that kind of person. I'm always like, hey, I don't mind providing more. I don't mind doing this. But she was always dead set in her her way of like, no, 50-50. I want to put up my share. 
Um, so I respected that. And we got to a point where we started doing the show and we started to realize you brought up the proportionality. And I'm like, hey, we never thought of that. And I think that's helped our relationship a lot in many ways, not only money-wise, but I think emotional, right? Emotional-wise. How so? I think um, I think it just shows like a relationship shouldn't have egos, right? We're one team. We're not here to say, hey, uh, this is my side. This is your side. I think we're one team and we're working towards one goal, right? Like, yeah. Like it's our money. It's not your money and my money. And I think that was something we were sh- struggling with for the past few years. It was just like he said, like an ego thing. And I'm I'm glad I like let my guard down because like, I mean, he's my husband at yeah. this point, you know, we're not just like boyfriend and girlfriend and a high school relationship. This is like forever. So. Yeah. so that's why it's partnership. One person takes the lead and then that might shift and I love that the two of you have found a way to work together for both of you. That's awesome. Okay. Any other updates on the financial side? Yes. We never sold the stock either. Oh, God. The gambling stock? The- <laughs> Which- Wait, no, not the gambling I stock. We- I, thought, I thought we were going to. We're gonna miss this part. <laughs> Millie's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I have my list of things to talk about. Tell me, Millie. So we haven't sold DraftKings. Remember DraftKings, the one yeah, that we lost like eighty or ninety thousand on. Yeah, how could I forget? So you kept it, and how's it doing? It's going up, actually. Oh God! So you're gonna, so so. What is the lesson that you take away from this? I always love when people take away the absolute worst lessons. What's the lesson you take away, Christian? Um, just wait it out. <laughs> 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 Buy a super risky gambling stock, and then like you'll probably make a ton of money. That's yeah, that's a good lesson yeah. to take away. Yeah, no, def- definitely not. I think uh, I've learned my lesson with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I guess, part of me does not want does not want to let go yet with like I guess the hopes. But I've spoke with Millie and I have discussed this, and I think uh, we've set a target loss. Uh, oh, okay. Price. So basically, once it reaches that target loss, I will take the money out. What is the target loss? How much are you targeting to uh, lose? Forty dollars a share. So we bought in at sixty-five dollars a share. So once it goes back up to forty dollars a share, you'll sell. Okay. And what is it at right now? I can actually look right now. You know he has that on his homepage of his phone. It's not like he has the latest. I can give you the latest. (laughs) Yeah, down to the second. Um, It is. It's at eighteen (laughs) thirty-five. Okay, so it only needs to more than double. Okay, great. And what if the stock goes down? Oh, God. Don't say that. <laughs> I was not expecting to be called out as much as we were called out on our, <laughs> on our stuff. And I think that was a wake-up call. But you calling us out and calling me out on DraftKings made me wake up and be like, hey, listen, Mike, um, it's all right. You do whatever you want your money, but maybe you should communicate with your wife, right? Mm. Like. It's, it's something you guys need to speak about more, even if you're going to decide on doing it. It's something that should be mentioned. And the same goes with her as far as the MLM, right? You asked me, hey, do you know how much she makes? I had no answer for you, right? It's something we just didn't discuss, right? I handled the stocks. She handled her MLM. And it was something surprising. Rumi, we thought we were going to be the golden children of this show, okay? <laughs> we thought you were going to come in here and be like, you know what? I'm just going to leave because you guys are perfect. 
<laughs> and then like Christian said, you just kept calling us out on all our bullshit and all our stuff that we were hiding under the rug. So that was necessary. God, this is such a great example of why the vast majority of people should not be investing in individual stocks. Christian made a random arbitrary decision to buy a stock. He's lost tens of thousands of dollars. His wife didn't even know about this. And now, rather than sell it, he's decided to create another arbitrary number that it has to reach, which by the way, is more than doubling where it is today. And all the while, that money is sitting there doing nothing for them. That money could be better spent or better put in a simple thing like an S&P 500 index fund. But because we are cognitively wired to never want to admit large mistakes such as this, it's going to be very difficult for Christian to actually become decisive and sell this stock. Again, a great lesson on why the vast majority of people should not be purchasing individual stocks. How many of us have come to the horrifying realization that the thing on our to-do list that we've been procrastinating about for months actually only took us like 12 minutes to do? For a lot of us, it's making a doctor's appointment. And I find the same thing with money. People tell me they want to protect themselves, they want to protect their families, but they bury a list of things they need to do and then they forget about that list. Look, if you have a family, you need to get life insurance to protect them. Okay, let's do it in a matter of minutes. And the way you can do that is through this episode's sponsor, Fabric by Gerber Life. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Get your personalized quote in just minutes, then apply when it's convenient for you. It's all online. Do it on your own schedule. You could go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. If you're not sure, if you need insurance, you can take Fabric's quick 60-second quiz to find out. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash Ramit. That's meetfabric.com slash Ramit. M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash Ramit. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states, prices subject to underwriting and health questions. What do you call someone who speaks three languages? Trilingual. What do you call someone who speaks two? Bilingual. And what do you call someone who speaks one language? American. <laughs> and listen, imagine you're going to Mexico or Italy or Thailand this year. Wouldn't it be amazing to at least ask where the bathroom is in the local language or to say thank you when you're walking out of a restaurant? This fall, you can start speaking a new language with Babbel. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Here's a special limited time deal for IWT listeners to help you get started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription only for IWT listeners at babbel.com slash Ramit. Get 55% off babbel.com slash Ramit. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Ramit. Rules and restrictions may apply. Any other updates on the financial side? So we have also implemented the um, the automation. Yes. How's oh, it going? Yes. We've automated, we've opened savings accounts and have automated that. Yes. Yes. So okay. every month we have money, a percentage, like we separated all our percentages. You, yeah. I have it like all in my phone, like organized. 
So, I did Christians. I did mine. Nate, tell, tell him, tell him how we came about this. So we we finished your book on our honeymoon. We okay. Long drives. That's very read, romantic for everybody listening. Book. That's exactly what you do. You know what's funny? I finished writing that version of the book on my honeymoon. So it's kind of wow. coming full circle. Wow. In fact, I was I writing part that. of it in Italy. How funny. Okay, I that's kind that. of cosmic. All right, so you yes. finished it on the honeymoon. Then? And we started opening the accounts right then and there in the car. So I feel like peace, literally. I don't have to stress about that. I already have saved for it. My, my sister had her bachelorette like two, three weeks ago. I already had the money saved for it. And actually, when we calculated everything, yeah. it says that we have a lot more like spending money than oh we thought. God. Or know. then we're comfortable spending. Yes. Guilt-free. We- but it's not guilt-free. But Ramita, I, feel guilty. I can't do it. Oh, I know. I, can I help still you. can't. I'll, I'll help you guys with that. It. Honestly, it's amazing to see just a look of relief and of joy on your faces. Like we have a system. We have been telling everyone, read the book, please read this book. It's so good. And I love that it's it's like an instruction manual. It literally tells you what to do. It's not just reading. No, it it tells us what to do. And then you're so just like, you know, laid back in it and your jokes. (laughs) And it just makes it fun to read. We've recommended it to so many people. And every chapter is something that is helpful in a different way. Credit cards, you know, investing. Everything was necessary. And everything that you talked about, we were already in a little bit, yep. but not to the best of its ability, yeah. basically. Like we weren't really... Go ahead. It wasn't optimized. That's yes, for sure. It wasn't optimized. That's, wasn't optimized. that's the perfect word. Because of the work that you've done, you've now earned the right to think beyond basic savings and subsistence. And you can't keep yourself small. You can't. Your parents came here. They taught you so much. They gave you the opportunity. You've got to take advantage of that. You have this money. You've already nailed all the other things. Now it's time for you to really focus on how do we build the skill of spending our money in a meaningful way? Can you do it? Why don't we think of these things? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. No, that's great. I I totally agree with you. That peace of mind is amazing because money's been put towards that and has been saved towards that for these things that come up. Right. And I think, I think that has, it, it not only has helped us financially, it's helped us emotionally, right. With, with the both of us, because money is a stressor as much as we don't, we didn't want to talk about it. Money was always a stressor. Yes. I made good money even back then, but it was communicating, Hey, do you want me to buy $100,000 of DraftKings or do I have to do it without telling you, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So and Now you can talk about it and now you have a structure to be able to talk about it. It's not uh, you want this and I want that. It's like, what do we want? And it's also being honest. Hey, we are going to have some birthdays this year. We are going to have a wedding this year. Let's talk about it. What do we envision? One of us wants to, to go for three days. One of us wants to go for one day. All right, let's talk about it. But Money is not always driving the conversation. I love the level the two of you have reached, which is let's start with what we want to do and then let's use our money to support it. That's the way, that's the rich life. You start with what's our rich life and then how do we find money and deploy it to use to create that rich life? 
You guys are living it. So I love that we did it together. The most memorable part that comes into my head is the conversation I had with my mother in my backyard. I don't know if you remember that. When I told her, Millie and I took her to the backyard and I told her, hey, in a couple of years, we've set up our finances. We plan on setting up our finances to have you retired, to be able to retire you and you won't have to worry about working anymore. And it just sent chills. Like It, it put me in a, in a spot I've never felt. And it put her in. It, I saw the tears run down her face and it made the tears run down my face. And I'm like, this is a feeling I'm never going to forget. It was one of those core memories that I'm never going to forget for the rest of my life. I'm doing what my parents intended for me to do. And that is, they took the risk coming to this country, right, for a better life, to give their children a better life. And I'm trying to do what they intended for. So, and and after filming the show, my mom said, we, we've had a few conversations about it. And she's asked me questions and, and she's telling me, she just sits down and tells me, she's like, I'm extremely proud of the man you've become. And the show has helped me or has made me open my eyes to show me, hey, Christian, you're doing the right thing. You were ready to play ball. And uh, as you will see, not everyone plays ball. You two did an awesome job being open to change. Honestly, you are, I think, the last people I'm speaking to today before the news comes out tomorrow. So nobody knows. My friends are going to be like, is this a joke? Um, It's crazy. So I'm excited. Like, I can't wait for the world to meet you two. I think it's going to be so much fun. I'm so nervous. I'm not going to lie because the world can be a little mean sometimes. Um, But I am really excited too because I I talk about this, you know, like this has been like a passion. Like when I talk about it, I like you can feel it, you know, like I like this stuff. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited, even though my facial expressions don't show it sometimes, but deep inside, (laughs) I'm very excited. (laughs) This is excited face. Well, the two of you have been so great. I'd love to stay in touch. And uh, congratulations. It's so impressive, even where you were when I first met you, but especially where you are now. I'm so proud of both of you. Best of luck and let's stay in touch. All right. Take care now. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to I Will Teach You To Be Rich. I'm Ramit Sethi. Please follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't read I Will Teach You To Be Rich, my book, pick up a copy. You can get it at any bookstore or any library, and it will show you the specific tactics for how to build the I Will Teach You To Be Rich system into your personal finances.